0: What's up, everyone? It's the Episode Ninja Podcast, where the guys and I do a deep dive into our favorite TV shows. We chat about legendary episodes, iconic characters, and hilariously classic quotes. It's like the late-night combo you have with your friends after too much beer and not enough tacos. So grab a cold one and get ready. It's the Episode Ninja Podcast.
1: Like the episode ninja description, four egocentric friends who run in uh, who run a neighborhood Irish pub in Philadelphia try to find their way through the adult world of work and relationships. Unfortunately, their warped views and precarious judgments often lead them to trouble, creating a myriad of uncomfortable situations that usually get worse before they get better.
0: And that's <laughs> what we're talking about tonight, guys. We're talking about Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
1: Are there five of them? Not four. Yeah. I might want to talk to the website yeah. guy.
0: Yeah, but this description might have come out. Season one, you know, that's true. In season one, <laughs> that's 15 true. years ago.
1: That's very true. So yeah, today we're talking about Always Sunny. What I would call, and I think it's, I'm obviously not the only one who has this opinion. I've seen this written before that. I think it's the Seinfeld of our generation. I th- I feel safe in, uh, in stating that, in that it's just a group of terrible people who don't care about anything other than themselves, who get into different situations and... It's just absolutely hilarious to me.
0: Well, they advertised it as the Seinfeld and Crack. Did they really? Yeah, that's how I started watching it because I was really? such a Seinfeld fan, <laughs> and FX was running commercials, and they said, "It's Seinfeld, but on Crack." And I said, "Okay, that's hilarious. I love Seinfeld I and I love Crack, so here we go."
1: <laughs> Did you know that season? As uh, starting at season thirteen, they started recording on the Seinfeld lot. Yeah. That's pretty And that's cool. why they did that like flashback or not flashback, I guess, but like cut away to all of them as Seinf- in, in the Seinfeld apartment in that episode. I can't remember what episode. What episode is that? It's, it's in season 13.
2: I still can't believe they don't record in Philly. Like it seems shameful. And yeah. it's so funny
0: too because the nobody, outside of that. Nobody wants to hang out in Philly. Come on.
1: <laughs> it's just funny though too because the outside of that building is used in so many different things too like i'll always see that building pop up as just like a generic whatever they're driving by or whatever and it's like oh it's patties so you got into it because it was seinfeld on crack how'd you get into always sunny steve
2: uh i don't know i i've literally watched it since the beginning though this was really one of the first shows that i got super into bought all the dvds and and that sort of thing
1: yeah for for me it was um, i had a bunch of people when i first got to college that were like you got to watch the show it's it's right up your alley sister brother-in-law absolutely loved it i watched the first season i thought it was terrible i was like i do not get this at all i was like predicting the end of every episode because it was just so predictable i just didn't th- i didn't think it was funny and then season two rolled around i mean i'm sure actually it was around already so we were just having the dvds and uh i got to the second episode of season two which is the gang goes jihad and that was when i finally like clicked being like okay this is this is a pretty damn good show and i've pretty much been hooked since then i have or had all the dvds i think i don't know i haven't looked for them in a while but i have them all used to watch them religiously in college it was like
0: it was always our go-to show for everyone i just remember having to kind of promote the show to my friends to get it you know to get them to watch it and I kind of felt left out because I was like, hey, guys, like this awesome show, Always Sunny, it's hilarious, and no one knew what I was talking about. And yeah, and that
1: didn't help. It was on FX, I'm sure, too. Yeah. That and wasn't I really, th- like, you know, at the t- it wasn't on the map.
0: And then I think, you know, season two, season three, um, that kind of blew up. Like the Kent Mittens uh, that season, everyone's doing, like, the Halloween costumes, all that stuff. Then everyone got into it. And then they're coming to me, and they're like, hey, have you uh, mm. have you heard of Always Sunny? and it's like yeah motherfucker Mother, i have motherfucker
1: yeah i think danny devito had a lot to do with i mean obviously the it literally had a lot to do with the show succeeding they wouldn't have got the second season if they didn't get him at from interview that i've heard but he just fit in so well with the character you know with the characters and with the cast so and it was just seamless that it was it was like he was on the show the whole time i mean it was only a season in but he really is i think the glue that um, that brought it all
0: together yeah it was kind of an interesting start for them because they put you know that i guess pilot but not really the pilot that uh makeshift video together for a hundred bucks and they started pitching it to different networks and uh, fx loved it and they gave money to film a real pilot yeah
1: and i think it's funny too how it, there was on one of the dvds there was an extra documentary, i'm sure you guys have seen it it's on it's on youtube now It sort of explained the pilot, went through everything you were just kind of saying, but it was in the beginning they were going to be struggling actors in Los Angeles instead of owning a bar in Philadelphia. And however, it came down that that was the change that, I mean,
0: I don't think it'd be even close to the same as show if they weren't running a bar, getting hammered all the time and whatnot. Do you ever notice that every time we're talking about something, you reference a documentary? Like, have you seen every single documentary? I've seen a lot of them. Like everything we're talking about, you're like, oh, you know what? There's a documentary about that. Yeah, I, I totally watched that. I mean, this isn't more of a documentary. This is
1: like a 20 minute thing that was a DVD extra. So I think the biggest, one of the reasons why they changed it, I think Rob Mac- McLaney, is that how you say it? I've always been terrible at that. Rob McLaney. He said he wanted to be a little bit more relatable to like people. And like, what's more relatable than wanting to buy a bar with your buddies and live life like that? Like, that would be awesome.
2: Have you guys heard the story about the original D?
0: Yeah, how it was Rob's girlfriend. And then they broke up. Yeah, and, and then he, she he, was out. Yep. And then he started dating the new <laughs> D. And then they got. Did married. you know that Kristen Wiig was uh, in consideration no. for D? Yep,
1: that would have been <laughs> wild.
0: Did you guys know that there's an always sunny in Moscow? Uh, of course no. they. Of course they didn't, because I did the research, and there's an always sunny in Moscow. Have I seen any clips on it? No, but that uh, was an interesting fact I pulled off the internet. Did you know that
1: Glenn Howerton was in that 80s show, which was a spinoff of that 70s show?
0: I did not. He was also in Firefly. Ooh. One episode. Did you know that he was in in AP Bio? Which, as of today, has just been revived. Boom. Nailed that one. You know, Dan, you weren't too happy about that. I was excited that they got a third season.
1: I just don't want it to take away from Sonny. It's like I see Rob tweeting all these things of them writing and then, you know... No, doing have, different they, shots at Dunder they, Mifflin and stuff like that and, and I just hope it doesn't pull him away because he was only in half
0: of season 13. But he's writing. Like, if you look at the uh, IMDB he's got writing credits for 2019 so they're they're doing it.
1: No I know but like he was only in like okay I mean I we'll see. I mean I, it's my hope. I'm hopeful. Gotta be hopeful. What, is this one of those shows you guys think has been remain consistent or has it, has it, have you guys felt there's a drop off?
0: I don't remember what season it was, but I feel like it was super strong, maybe up until like season five or six, and then there was a drop off, and I forgot about it. Like I was, a, I was the guy that was watching every single week, DVRing that shit. I'd watch it, and then I just got bored, and I just didn't watch. And then I caught up on Netflix, and now. It's back to my rotation.
2: Yeah, I 100% agree with that timeline. Like, my favorite seasons of the show, even still, are seasons two through four. Then, yeah, I think there was a drop off for a while. And recently, I think it's gotten really, really good again.
1: Really? So, like, season 13, you were pretty happy with?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, like, one of my favorite recent episodes is the Water Park episode, which I don't remember if that was <laughs> season 12 or AIDS. season 13.
1: I've got AIDS. It's, it's season 12. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, phenomenal episode. And actually, the episode after that too—the old lady house, the situational comedy. Love that episode. Yeah, I mean, I think season twelve was really strong. I think season thirteen is where it lost me. I still think there are highlights of like great moments. Like I think the gang escapes the the escape room episode from season thirteen was phenomenal. But then you have the gang beats Boggs, the ladies reboot, which I get why they did it. Like I get it.
0: Horrible.
1: It's and it is the last ranked, worst ranked episode on Episode Ninja. Yes, which I would, I think we can all can pretty pretty much agree on actually, which doesn't happen often here. But um, season season thirteen is also the lowest rated
0: season. Is it? Yeah. I just I just feel with that episode, they just got inside their head and they were trying to be cute with, hey, let's make fun of all the remakes out there by remaking one of our classics that shouldn't be remade. But they did but it's a like shitty job bothers, of
1: it. What what bugs me about it? And I'm sorry to interrupt, but what bugs me about it is they already basically did that. There's an episode like in season ten where it's like the gang recycles their trash, where they literally do the same things they did in episode. You know when they when they go door to door gas salesman, but they instead go door to door trashmen, and like you know they've already they've already done this, and it annoyed the hell out of me that they did it again. And they did it in this season too with the gang does a clip show. Like that—that's a horrible. That's the one with the Seinfeld, the contest scene where they kind of redid it. And then for me, at the end of the season, the the gang wins the big game, and uh, Charlie's home alone for the Super Bowl. It was just awful. I I hated those Super Bowl episodes, especially because I loved loved so much the uh, World Series defense. Like I think they handled that one so well. It just was so, when because when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I was like, oh hell yes, this is gonna be somehow a storyline on Sonny, and I was so looking forward to it. And they just dropped the ball massively, in my opinion.
0: Do you think when you're watching a sitcom that, I mean, look at, like, you've got 144 episodes. That's a shit ton of episodes in terms of, like, you know, TV. And you're, you know, you're saying you don't want the show to end. You don't want, you know, Glenn to focus on other projects. You want them to keep going. Do you think there's ever a point in, you know, a sitcom that you love, like, shit, they should have ended that a while ago? Oh, hell yeah. Do you feel that with with Always Sunny that it's extended its...
1: No, I think, I look at Always Sunny and I kind of categorize it in the curb section. Like, I feel like they could take, like, five years off if they wanted to and come right back if they want, you know, there's... I, I think they sort of have, like, a lifetime deal, or I would assume with FX where they can kind of come and go as they please... And it seems like because they've taken years, you know, a year or two off in between seasons on occasion. So, um, no, I don't think they've jumped the shark yet, I believe is the phrase you were kind of getting at. Um, But they were pretty damn close with the Mac finds his pride episode. The last episode of season 13, if you if if you were to ask me. Gotcha. (laughs) And I only say that I only say that because I was annoyed with that episode mostly because of Mac's dad. I love Max dad as a character. I think he's one of the best characters in the show, his his mom and his dad. But Luther having the one scene where he gets so excited because he thinks Max pregnant or, you know, it got a woman pregnant, that is not the Luther I know. He's The Luther I know wants him to shove heroin up his ass and bring it in. And, you know, it doesn't matter how much comes out because the guy will sift through it. Like, it doesn't. Can, can you tell me <laughs> That's why my you Luther. like Max
0: dad? I mean, I'm on board with Max mom, right? Totally get it. But what's so great about no. Mac's dad?
1: Well, because he's just the, the looming threat that he always poses. Like, the first time we, we meet him is when Dennis looks like the child molester and he he thinks that Dennis is the child molester and he want, you know sniffs Dee's hair and then he has Mac drive him around to take care of people. Mac ends up putting him back in jail. He's just been in so many great situations. Like, Mac and Charlie die. We'll, I'm sure we'll get to this, but Mac and Charlie die. Those two episodes are my favorite episodes. And the entire premise of those episodes is they lie and say that he's going to eat their butts once he gets out <laughs> and you know, he's got a recording of it and he gets out and their whole thing is they got to fake their death. And Charlie is like about to actually commit suicide. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm in. I mean, let's just, let's just end it now. Like, I don't know. I just think that he's, I think, I think he's a great character. And then he ends up being gay in the end too, because he's banging the one guy, but he did that just to show his dominance like Mac. So, you know, they have that in common, but I think Luther's a great character. Mm. He bangs Charlie's mom. Is he your favorite character? No,
2: no. (laughs) Who are your guys' favorite characters?
0: Gun to my head, Charlie.
1: Yeah, that's my answer, too.
0: Yeah, gun to my head, Charlie. I mean, I love Mac, Dennis, and Frank. Uh, If I've got to go, you know, for the main character, it's Charlie. If we're talking about your secondary tertiary character... I love the lawyer who's obsessed with his hands, and he thinks his hands are too small. And he works. Oh, Uncle hands. Jack!
1: I thought you you're going to said the Jewish lawyer who works for free. I didn't know you were going to go Uncle Jack, who is the nightman, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. Charlie would definitely be my favorite like main character. But if we're putting Charlie aside because let's say let's Chris took him, I would say Dennis is probably my second favorite character. Just because of the multiple levels of him and the fact that he is probably this psychopathic, you know, possible serial killer. He's got all his tools in his trunk that he's got, you know, for fetish shit. And he's just, you know, when the, in the Charlie McDennis episode, he has to use clay to express love and he puts a woman's head in a box like there's just so many layers to Dennis. Um, and then sometimes he just wants to work like the, the Gang Tens Bar episode. He just tries sometimes he does try to just get get them just to do their fucking jobs he kind of plays that straight man what about you steve yeah i i agree
2: i love charlie he's definitely the most genuinely likable character as as much as can be from this type of show um he he's still a little wholesome he's just more incompetent but also not
1: sometimes yeah and let me think about how far he's come in life he's an abortion survivor who can't read but he's a janitor and he gets by, you know, he does enough. He, he knows enough to get by and he makes his little energy balls to sustain him. And I just think also he just has like the best moments in the show. Like every time when I think of Sonny, I, it, I, I immediately like my one of my favorite scenes is from my favorite episode. Mac and Charlie die when Mac drives the car into the wall. And like Charlie's reaction to that is like just one of the funniest things ever because he's there sitting in the car together. And he's like, all right, so I'm going to ram this car 60 miles an hour right through the wall Jump out with about two feet to go, be good to go, and try All right, good luck. You're on your own on this. <laughs> just watches him absolutely blast the car into the wall. It's just one of my favorite scenes ever. Like he just has so many great moments, and obviously Max part of that too. But I think Charlie is 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 an incredible character.
0: You guys think any of them are smart? I mean, like you know Steve mentioned, oh Charlie's kind of dumb, but. No,
1: oh, Dennis is... They're, Dennis all, they're, is for,
0: all, they're all dumb.
1: No, Dennis is for sure smart. He's got <laughs> dossiers no. on all of them. He mentally manipulates... I don't know that he's everything. smart.
2: He's just obsessive and manipulative. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a psychopath, for yeah.
0: sure. But you love him. Yeah, I mean, it's really, like, four dumb characters that we follow around get into stupid-ass shit, but that's well, what I'm makes it entertaining. Sure, I'm pretty sure Dennis went to an Ivy League school and went to Penn so pretty smart he probably didn't go he's probably just lying about that completely
1: yeah i wouldn't be surprised if that was the case <laughs> what about characters you guys hate who don't you like i hate cricket i
0: agree Whoa. i agree yeah what yeah let's let's get I into it you
1: hate cricket he's that was an incredible just, character
0: he just he just look an, at how the
1: gang just tore him to pieces. Yeah, he was I o- mean,
2: he was okay at first and they just drove that character into the ground
1: literally. Oh, I think they used him the perfect amount. Like he was in like one episode a season.
2: That's too many.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean I mean I love I, mean, I love the fact that they broke him down. You got this priest or whatever in love with Dee. They break him down. But I don't know what season it was, but like all of a sudden now he's like you know, he's smoking math for hand job or hand jobs for math and all this crazy shit. And it's just like, all right, come on, guys.
1: Well, he gets he, you know, he does the wrestling for the troops and then Frank catches him with a trash can edge and it cuts his throat and it looks like a dog's vagina <laughs> and ends up getting raped by, you know, participates in a dog orgy. Um, yeah, I mean but you, you can see the logical steps the right you know the, the you know the writers took when they
0: when they destroyed his character. I mean there was just there's I'm not saying I didn't like his character, but like Steve no, said, know. they just it's it's overplayed. You know, like I would like to see more Artemis, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I want to see more McPoyles. Exactly. We, I agree if, with that.
0: Let's get some more McPoyles out there.
1: But I think Liam is like, I think the guy who plays Liam, and I, I don't have his name right in front of me, but I think Jamie he's gotten Simpson? pretty, thank you, thank you. I think he's gotten pretty big on his own. Like, he's probably bigger than Always Sunny.
0: Which is, nothing's, good. nothing's bigger than Always Sunny, so. Because like,
1: he didn't even come back for the episode of the uh, Trial of the Century when they were suing for his lost eye Yeah, for $200. Yeah, I feel like HBO's but, probably paying him pretty well
2: to be on Westworld
0: um oh is that what he's on i didn't even know so i'm looking at his imdb page and his photo he looks like he is just thinks he's the fucking shit with Mm -hmm. his slick suit clear glasses disheveled facial hair he thinks he's the shit
1: so do you guys hate the episode in season 12 a cricket's Tale? then is that like one of your guys least favorite episodes where it's completely centered around cricket I don't even. Uh, I don't remember the
0: episode, but sure,
1: you don't. He comes in and smokes PCP, ends up going and working for his dad, makes out with the dog, has sex with. Yeah, nothing. I do. I
0: mean, I remember the episode now, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, it it wasn't my favorite. Like I said, I'm just I'm just over cricket, you know. Yeah, my uh, my
1: my character that I don't like that I don't care for is probably Bill Ponderosa. I don't really mm-hmm. think that he or the Ponderosas in general. I don't really like the whole cat lady thing i'm not a huge fan of her and the dead tooth um i love his cousin their cousin though the uh the snail gail the snail i wish they'd bring her back you know into the fold
0: i remember i remember uh after one of the ponderosa episodes my friends and i met up with some chick and i just remember looking at my friend being like this chick has a dead tooth Mm -hmm. and we we just we just cracked up because we were horrible people just like just like the guys in always sunny Well, and
1: it's funny, too, because, like, one of the things that stands out in that episode is, like, I think that was right when they were in the middle of, like, I think, and I think this is part of the lull you guys were talking about. They were, like, they had to meet up in a Subway restaurant in that episode, and, like, during those seasons, they were all holding Coors lights that were facing outward, and they talked about how the mountains are blue, and, like, there was, like, almost product placement in Sunny It didn't feel as, like, genuine. It seems like, to me, they kind of got away from that, which brought it back to... Well, how
0: else are you going to know that your beer's cold, Dan? Unless the mountains turn blue. I you mean, have, you can just you, drink you, another beer. You have no absolute way You could just of, drink no, another beer. Yeah, but you and want you tr- a cold but you beer. Trust,
1: but you trust those mountains.
0: Yeah, you want you look at the beer and be like, oh, is it blue or not? It's blue, so I can drink it. You have no other way of knowing what the temperature of the can is. No other way.
1: That's true. You could feel it with no, your hands, oh, I feel like. I don't like. think
0: you can. I don't think um, you can, Dan.
1: But, um, that yeah, that was right in the middle of season six when... Dennis gets married because Mac fights gay marriage and then, uh, and then Dennis gets a divorce.
0: When I was going through this list of characters, I feel like there should be more characters for the amount of episodes. Oh yeah, no, it's very, it's a very small cast. Yeah. Like I, I was thinking like, you know, they were going to go real deep with all these characters, but not really. Um, there's a lot of recurring characters. Um, they just, you know, aren't using, other characters other than themselves like just stand-ins and things like that but uh it's it's pretty amazing that you know they're using such a small cast with so many episodes
1: also i'd like to throw this out there. Yeah, yeah i you're 100% right that's a great point i would also like to throw out there i hate the waitress i think her arc is worse than crickets hmm. i think i i can't i like i love charlie's infatuation with her i think that's great i love that storyline i just think like her as a character i i just can't stand her
0: I agree with you on the point of her arc. I don't like her arc. The fact that she fucks Dennis the later doll. On, like, that's so stupid. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. She fucks Dennis um, originally, but then she fucks the doll. Like, I hated that her and Charlie got together, like, I to mean, begin I, with. It should have never, it should have never even happened.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't say I hate her because I kind of have a little crush on her, but, um, but and we I, obviously I know that she's her.
1: married to Charlie Day in real life. And we mentioned before that, um, Rob McLaney and Kaylin Olson are married. But did you guys know that Dennis's wife, or Glenn Howard's wife, was the pharmacist that was seduced in the Dennis System episode? Actually, I did. So, a little, little fun fact for you. Hmm. hmm. I did not He dentist his own wife. So, it must have been... Because they did the sex scene from uh, Top Gun. They, like, recreated it in that episode.
0: <laughs> Do you know who um, yeah. Danny DeVito's wife was? Um,
1: uh, Gilda Radner? damn it that's, i knew it was no i Real knew that she Steve. played the old lady and the nightman cometh live did you guys watch that i sent you that link anybody watch that Oh, uh, it's great for no. those of you who don't know they always sunny cast or crew they did a uh, two night in los angeles at the uh i think it was at the troubadour but they did uh the nightman cometh live in front of a live audience and it was recorded. It was absolutely hilarious. It's on YouTube. It's it's a must watch.
0: Um are you guys watching some of the other stuff that uh, these guys are in? Like AP Bio, the Mick, some of the movies these guys have done.
2: Yeah, I loved the Mick. Uh it like the whole cast of that show is is really, really good, especially the kids. If you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. I've seen AP Bio all the way through. I enjoy it. I don't like it nearly as much as the Mick, um, but I do enjoy it. Good movie with Charlie in it that I was not expecting to be good was Fist Fight. I was just
1: going to say that. That That's the only one I had.
2: Yeah, and Horrible Bosses is really good, too. Um, Oh, yeah. But Fist Fight I was
1: expecting to be terrible, and I actually really enjoyed that movie. Seeing Charlie get sexually harassed by Jennifer Aniston was quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, those are probably my, I, I never got into the Mick or I, I gave AP Bio a shot. All I could see was Dennis teaching bio, biology. Like he, it, well, I, the thing is
0: both of those. He I played mean,
1: the same character.
0: AP Bio, Dennis is whatever the character's name is. The Mick, D is, you know, D, right? Like Just with money. Yeah, they're this, Yeah, they're the same exact characters. They, you know, I don't really follow them in real life. So I don't know, like, if that's just how they act and, you know. That's just how they are, but on the shows they're D and and Dennis. I think that AP Bio kind of failed putting good characters around Dennis or around Glenn. Um, I do like the show. I'm glad that they saved it. Um, Pat Oswald did an okay job, but it was just a poor job of surrounding him with good characters. The secondary characters are kind of crappy. There's a few good kids on there, but other than that no. I gotta agree with Steve on the Mick that ensemble is is pretty good like i love uh what's the redheaded kid's name the older boy oh man chip the only chip th- is it chip yeah it's chip
1: yeah they have um, like typical rich white people names <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: chip is chip is just great and then um
1: the only thing i could think when i watched because i did watch a couple episodes of the mick is her boyfriend in the show i could only think that that was written for mac like it, the guy looks like him he acts doofy like him like if I'm remembering it correctly, like all I could think was like, why isn't Mac just playing this? Yeah, I could see. Or that. Rob McElaney.
2: That that guy is is I don't know is the actor's name, unfortunately, but that guy is perfect for that role. Like I think Mac could have done it, but that that guy does a really good job.
0: Isn't but, um uh, isn't uh, Mac writing another show? Yeah, for, with
1: Charlie for Apple TV. Or
0: no, whatever. but for uh, yeah, for,
2: uh, Caitlin. It's well, so I saw. Uh, Mac is starring in the Apple TV show that Dan's talking about. It's about like a game development studio, and I they released a trailer for it at uh I think it was E three the recent game conference, and it uh, I don't do not think it looks promising, but we'll see.
1: Mm, that's too bad. Again, though, I don't like I don't I kind of don't want them to branch out. I like him just doing twelve episodes of Sunny a year. I'm sure it's a pretty. But again, I'm not, do you
0: do you think that the, it's going to get too old? You know, you said that you did. You weren't a fan of the 13th season.
1: Yeah, it's going to have its ups and downs. It, we've. Ta- I I agree with you when you said it had a lull in the middle seasons too. I mean, but it came back. I just think it's one of those shows where, I don't know. I could I could see it taking five years off and coming back, and you know maybe if that's the case. But I would I would like
0: to see it keep going just because I, I love the show. It's one of my favorite shows. Do you feel the same way about uh the Simpsons, Steve? I mean, you're a huge Simpsons fan. It's been on the air forever. I mean, do you want them to continue making episodes or at this point you kind of just like whatever? No, I
2: I love the Simpsons, but I think it should have been canceled like 20 years ago. Like I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating. It literally oh, should have been canceled over 20 years ago. But how long has it been on? It's been on since 1987. What? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's been on like thirty.
1: That's years. insane. That's like a. That's like a, soap opera. It's just, holy shit. I hope Sunny doesn't
0: go that long. I'll put it that way. How about that? You have to have a really well written show, like a sitcom, to like last that long.
1: Is this considered a sitcom? I'm just curious. Like, I'm not challenging. I'm just curious. Yes. Okay. I just love that. I'm just looking over the character list and. <laughs> The one character, the final character is just old black man.
0: (laughs) Every show needs an old black man. (laughs) This is their sleeping (laughs) mate. So your, uh, your guys' favorite moments, episodes, scenes from the show, I know that I could list like 50 different moments from the show, mostly from like the first half of the series, but, um, you know, I, I, I just remember the Kit Mitten's scene, watching that charlie infomercial i just replay that over and over again it just cracked me the fuck up
1: yeah for me like i i i just think of like iconic moments like obviously i already said my favorite episodes mac and charlie die with that scene um driving into the wall but the episode season season three um sweet d's dating a, a retarded person um when we first get the day man and we get charlie sniffing um you know spray paint and writing these songs just out of anger because he was kicked out of the band and then dennis was kicked out of the band i just always think of that scene where he hits the he's just got the little piano in front of him and he hits the beat and they just start singing the day man and they start clapping and <laughs> i just can never not laugh at that scene whenever i see it <laughs> and it's an iconic song
2: yeah two two that jump out at me are when uh frank crawls out of the couch in the the christmas episode um and then I, th- I think enough is said about that uh and then the implication scene uh with with dennis and mac is just a a perfect encompassment especially of dennis's character but really mac's character too
1: well you certainly wouldn't be any danger so they are in danger <laughs> No, you, you don't get this at all.
0: Uh I mean that whole that whole episode was great. I mean that scene was you know, it's one of the best scenes of the series, but also just them trying to get the boat and describing that they want to have P Diddy style parties. So let me get this straight.
1: You want a P diddy shrimping vessel. Oh, he was listening. I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't catch you for a listener. <laughs>
0: And then they set it on fire.
1: <laughs> Damn catfish.
0: What was the uh what was the dick towel episode? Uh
1: that was the uh that's where we first meet the lawyer, right? That's Kitman's. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's Kitman's. That is a kitten episode? Yep. What's yeah. that
1: called? Uh uh Patty's Pub, home of the original Kitten mm.
0: Okay. Okay. That's when
1: that's when Mac uh, eats D's contract. That's, that's she gets fifty percent of uh, of any merchandising,
0: I, re- I remember that they were actually selling the dick towels because that was like right when Always Sunny was blowing the fuck up. Well,
1: I be- and I believe you can still buy them. Have you um, ever, have you
0: see, have you ever seen it? Anyone with a dick towel?
1: No, I'm not around too many people in towels, but I imagine they like it said in the show it was probably huge in college I mean, dorms. I'm not
0: saying like, hey, do you go no, hang I out know. in a Russian bathhouse? But I mean, do you go to a, a beach? You know,
1: I've been to you're the beach. You're close. Minute. You're
0: close to the beach, right? You're I'm close very close
1: to, to the beach. I've lived downtown Chicago for three years now. I've never been. You've never space. been to the beach.
0: No. Is that because you don't have a towel? Do you want us to buy a dick towel? <laughs> I would love a dick towel. Okay.
1: I've been to North of the northern island, but that's for more for concerts. I can get into that if you wanna talk no, about I think, we're, I about think that. we're good.
0: I don't wanna you know I don't wanna kinda go off topic too much. Okay, um, let's, let's stay on the let's stick it to boats, well, What
1: about uh, what about favorite seasons? Do you guys have a favorite season?
2: Yeah, I think I kind of mentioned it earlier, but seasons two and three really will always be like special to me. Like they may not be the best episodes of the show ever now, but like I can quote every episode from those two seasons, partially because I had them on DVD and I watched them all the time. But
0: yeah, I'll I'll always love those. Can we can we talk about the Lethal Weapon remake or was it a remake or was it?
1: no they made the sixth one okay they made a they made the next version.
0: mac and mac blackface
1: <laughs> for half the half of the movie that, and then they switch it back and after it, the shower scene
0: after the shower scene and then i was watching a clip <laughs> of that earlier and it was just the two-on-two two. Two volleyball was like you know <laughs> that was just priceless
1: and then mac has an ass double of course i'm gonna get a butt double i'm not gonna have my butt <laughs> on screen um, as far as season favorite seasons, I would agree season with you 100%. Steve, but outside of that, um, I think season seven with Fat Mac is great just because of what Rob McLaney did to his body. Um, I remember seeing Caitlin olson do an interview like after the fact. She's like, "It was the most disgusting year of our lives." Like he was just a disgusting human being, and he talks about it how he just like his doctor was like, "You need to stop because you are going to get full blown diabetes." As Mac
0: would say, well, his his plan, Rob's plan originally was that uh, all four of them were going to gain a bunch of weight and then Frank was going to lose weight. And they said, you're fucking crazy. And they didn't do it. And he's like, all right, I'll just I'll just cultivate all this mass myself.
1: Do you know why he chose... Why he wanted them to do that? Um,
0: because he said that he had a theory that actors got... He said yes, so
1: then I could explain it. But
0: Yes, why. I do know. Please <laughs> I'm ex- just kidding. <laughs> I'm no, 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 around. no, 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 no. Please explain I'm it, Dan. kidding. I've got to Jesus. take another sip of whiskey. Please explain, Dan.
1: Um, he basically said that uh, when he watches TV shows, all the characters seem to always get better looking because they're obviously richer in real lives and their lives change in, in different ways. And he didn't want that to happen with Always Sunny. So he decided to put on... 50 pounds of mass that he later cultivated quite nicely in season 13, because now we have Rip Mac, who's just out there, you know. <laughs> that was one great thing from season 13. I mean, he was like, How how does he's just standing on the shirtless? How does this fit into the plan? What do you what do you mean? Why did why did I do this if it's not part of the plan?
0: <laughs> we don't know, Mac. There's no way he got that body without steroids. No fucking way.
1: No, he did. Do you see his post on Instagram about it? He basically was like. You too can have a body like this if you, and then it's an entire paragraph explaining how he hired a personal trainer, works out three to six hours a day, commits, like he did this whole sarcastic post about it. I don't think he, I think it's 100% natural. I doubt it. He doesn't strike me as a steroid user.
0: But why wouldn't you? You're not, you know, you're not an athlete. He's going to shrink his balls. No, they've got non-shrinking steroids nowadays. <laughs>
1: oh, I actually said too, um, I wrote this down, I put, I wrote down that season four is probably one of my favorites because you have just listen the, just these episodes alone Mac and Dennis Manhunters America's Next Top Paddy's Model Mac and Charlie Die Part 1 and Part 2 Who Pooped the Bed The Gang Cracks the Liberty Bell Sweet D Has a Heart Attack The Nightman Cometh like season four is like an all-star lineup of episodes absolutely incredible I agree out of those which Who Pooped the Bed I think is probably my favorite well no I said Mac and Charlie Die so I'm taking that one out but besides Mac and Charlie Die I'd say who pooped the Bed. Absolutely incredible episode. Brings Artemis into the fold. The waitress falls
0: off the wagon. Great episode. I agree. Do you guys, uh, what, what are your thoughts on the episode ninja list? I don't agree with it.
1: Especially in the number one episode. The number one episode is probably like one of my least favorite episodes, which is season 10, episode four, Charlie Work. I just don't understand
0: how that's the best episode. I'll tell you why it's the best episode, because it's fucking hilarious. Is it? Yeah, it is. D you stupid bitch. Just listen to me. I, Come on, man. They say
1: that all the time. No, no, no,
0: no. I, I feel that I feel that like the episodes where like you get a reversal in Charlie and he's not the stupid idiot that everyone yells at and he's, you know, the one that's on top of his shit and everyone else is an idiot, those are good episodes.
1: But everyone else wasn't an idiot. They were just doing what they normally do. Like they always pass the health inspector. Yeah, and
0: he he knows what the scam is, right? You know, you've got a travel mile chicken steak scam or whatever it was. He he knows what's up. I love Charlie work. I'm. But to me, that that. doesn't
1: ring true. To to me, that doesn't ring true to Charlie because he's not smart. Like why? In what world does Charlie actually put that together? This is a guy that likes to play, um, you know, night crawlers at night with Frank. This isn't. This isn't a man about it. That's
0: because what's funny about it, Dan.
2: This is his specialty. It's the Charlie work. Like this is the only thing he's good at. That's the whole
1: point. I mean, I get it, but like he also isn't because do the bar you? is disgusting and do you, Dan? it. Yeah, I mean, I do. I I, didn't, I just think it's an overrated
2: episode. I'm sorry. I mean, I think it's it's pretty funny, but then it's it's kind of elevated by the cinematography and the the single shot and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I think that that was like a thirteen-minute shot or something like that. I remember writing it down a while back. On, cinematography and
0: always sunny. Those are two thoughts I want to hear in the same sentence.
1: Well, I think that's one of the repercussions of them in the thirteenth season. Like they're on season ten at that point. They're just trying to do things. Like I get it. Like they have to take a risk. Like the you know the Mac finds his pride episode with the dancing. I you know I understand why they did it. It just wasn't my favorite strategy.
0: I. I'm okay. I'm okay with the the top five off of uh, episode on ninja. Um, A very sunny Christmas yeah. is is pretty good. I mean, mainly just because Frank just is. Did you fuck my mom? Santa, 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 did you fuck my mom. Did you fuck my mom? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is he is he special? I would probably say the jersey shore episode i mean because i could think of a lot of episodes that could replace the jersey shore episode not that i thought it was a bad episode because i'm a huge fan of a rum ham but
1: yeah it's just not the best fat mac episode i i I agree yeah me too there are definitely better fat mac episodes like just off the top of my head how mac got fat i mean he literally just the entire the, the setup of the entire year is just he's this disgusting human being and it all turns out it's everyone else's fault it's not his and he needs to be smited they need to be smited where where is
0: the gang buys a boat number 33 if i have to click load more episodes to see the gang buys a boat that's some bullshit
1: yeah like flowers for charlie is way too high yeah i mean that's another one i mean
2: i think this is one of those shows where there's so many good episodes where it's like really it's anywhere true. in the top 25 like you're gonna have a good time watching
1: it like yeah like i just watched i, I just watched the gang dines out that is an, that is an incredible episode from start to finish they need to come pay tribute to each other and they send in a glass of wine back and forth <laughs> yeah
2: you even like the kitten mittens episode which we all agreed we really like is number 27
1: mac day that's a great episode what about like recurring themes Anything that comes to mind that you guys enjoy, particularly throughout Sunny,
0: Dennis being a fucking psychopath.
1: <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, I put down the story arc of Rickety Cricket, but apparently I'm not not mixed with uh, good company there. But I also put down Charlie's Illiteracy. Like... I just love how that's a pretty recurring theme throughout the show. Like it's it's in season three when they have to the gang dances their asses off. You have your illiteracy has screwed us again, Charlie. I don't know. Just <laughs> <And he's> always <laughs> puts them in precarious. I don't situations. know if it counts as a
0: theme, but can I say Max T-shirts? <laughs> I mean, come to Philadelphia I mean, for the like, crack. You know, I'm a big you know uh, cut off T-shirt guy. I'm actually wearing a cut. I'm, yeah, I'm wearing a cut off really? right now. You know, the fact that he you know has a million different T-shirts, it's awesome. Yeah, I have
1: a friend who has the Riot shirt, and I actually bought one for my brother-in-law. It's a great, great, uh, what great do you, purchase. What do you guys
0: think of the um, Mac being gay storyline?
2: I, I think they handled it pretty well. Like, it was kind of always there and known for many, many years. Uh, and then recently, it's kind of obviously come out more. Um, with the bicycle and his his play that he performed and and that the sort at, of thing. Yeah, the ass pounder three thousand. Yes.
1: No, you don't understand. So, well, with that said, was it a hate crime or uh or <laughs> um? No, I I I I liked it in the shadows. Like, I liked the episode where um, like the the gang all kind of goes their separate ways. The gang misses the boat. And Max like, I'm going to go back to being a party boy. I'm going to go bang some chicks. And he's like, you know, pretending to bang the chick who's addicted to angel angel dust. I kind of liked when it was like in the shadows. And at the end of the episode, Dennis was like, hey, do you want to just go back to where we don't ask and you don't tell us and you just go about your business? Yes. Yes, I would like to do that. Like, I I don't know. I I think it was inevitable. I mean, you're definitely going to see more of it, but. I mean, obviously, I thought they ended a little well. I thought him, the whole coming out, I mean, that episode was hilarious, so I can't, uh, can't. and then I like that he stayed out, because it was, he actually did come out when the gang dies, when they go on the, when they go on the cruise, he walks in, well, <laughs> I'm gay, and then afterwards, he's like, I just want it on the record, by the way, I am not gay, because God wouldn't have let us die, so he goes back and forth and back and forth, and then at the end of the episode, Hate Crime, or, I can't think of what it's called hate crime or hero or hate crime thank you hero or hate crime it's just finally at the end but he's like you know what i think i'll stay out and i thought that was actually sort of a nice moment and then they just i I think they've subtly besides mac finds his pride they've done a good job of like subtly like inserting it like in the ptsd episode when the male stripper starts going it just cuts over to mac and he's got a huge smile on his face or in the escape room episode when him and charlie are arguing about how many people they've each met and max like, well, I met like a hundred people. Charlie, well, I met like 105 people. You have <laughs> not Charlie. Like just like little things like that. Like I think they've done a, a hilarious job at that. You
0: know, being that this show has been on the air for 13 years. Um, do you think that some of these episodes wouldn't fly in today's landscape? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's the title of the one I mentioned, the sweet these dating, um, uh, uh r word person is is <laughs> um i don't think like i was watching the the clip show episode i was watching it i had uh i i was on cable and i was watching and they bleeped out the r word like i have it I so, own it. so do it you think that so, it wouldn't
0: get by in this landscape or do you think it's one of those shows that you know would get by because we know the context of it
1: to to your to what I think you're getting at, to your point, is the hero or hate crime episode. I mean, they dropped a hard F in that episode. and
0: What was the hard F? They didn't really give much shit for it. Frenchie. I mean, come on. Yeah. No. Come on. I, I mean, I get it. But, you know, and I, and I don't know what uh, TV show we were talking about, but there are certain shows that will get away with that. We, we South talk about Park, a lot of TV shows. Right? Which we're talking about uh, soon. South Park can literally do whatever the fuck they want. And they'll get away because that's 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 I don't, their think, thing. On you that don't level. think so, though. What other shows are on that level? South Park can't no. be the only show yeah. that's on that level.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Chris. I think at this point they can do whatever they want. If they tried to do the Sweet D's dating a retarded person in season three
0: and they had just started now, like I'm not sure that that would have.
1: They I mean they did a blackface
0: her. episode. And it wasn't and you know, that was probably like, you know, a few years ago. It's not like, oh, we just, you know, started disliking but they blackface. They also like did it
1: in a way that was like but they didn't just do it just to do it. They actually like had a debate on what is good blackface and what is bad <laughs> blackface. They literally show examples of it and then like, they bring in a group of kids to come in and watch it to judge whether or not it's a good use. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they go about it. They, they don't just do it just to do it. I feel like South Park maybe is in more of that vein where Sonny's a little more subtle about it. Like, this, the, the season 13, the gang solves the bathroom problem. Like, that was obviously a big issue going around in the United States for whatever the fuck reason. And they spent an entire episode on it, which is a pretty pretty touchy subject but they were able to get away with it so i guess i guess i do kind of agree with you in a sense but i don't i do think there's a line that they won't won't cross anymore like i don't think that had the sweet deed is dating a retarded person not been shot in season three and would have been presented today i don't think there's any chance like let's say it's in season 13 like forget that it was in season three and they wrote it for season 14 or whatever no chance that that gets on the air. no chance I don't think they would even put it out there. Like, I don't think they, they want to go for that, like, shock value anymore. Like, that doesn't really seem like their thing.
0: I mean, here are Hate Crime, I guess, was season 12. And that's 2017, so that's pretty recent.
1: Well, they also did the Time's Up episode, which they went into the whole Me Too movement. I mean, they touched on that even in the season 13. So maybe, they, maybe you're right. I mean, I, I, I could be wrong, but I just feel like there's a certain line. But they did bring little Kevin back. In when Sweet D gives birth. So maybe, maybe they would. I don't, I don't know.
0: Well, here's the thing. The Time's Up episode, which actually was actually a pretty funny episode from the last season. It was great, but it was literally just making fun of it. If you think about it, you know, like it was like, oh, back and forth. Like, well, you can't say this and you're harassing me. And it was really just making fun of it. Do you not agree? Mm,
1: I mean... I guess I don't really remember the episode that well. I'll preface by that. I've only seen it probably like once or twice because I haven't really watched that much of the season 13 since it's been out. It's only been, you know, the new season premieres in a month, so I guess it's not for a year. But I don't know. I just think they were putting their sunny spin on it, sort of like the bathroom thing. Like, it's I didn't think they were.
0: I mean, doesn't Mac just straight up grab Dee's crotch yeah. and like lifts her up? Yeah, that's how he
1: interpreted the situation and that's how he chose like, that. lifts
0: her up like four feet in the air come on they're totally making fun of the whole situation they know that people are you know you know over exaggerating the whole thing and their whole but the point See, of the episode is based off of this kind of humor. No, I
1: think the whole point of the episode though is that, that first of all Dennis manipulated the whole situation, right? It was fake. It was not a real scenario or whatever. He put them and he wanted to put them in situations where they saw that they had each one of them cuz the whole theme of the whole thing is each one of them finds out that they do have sexually harassed someone and they all get sweaty. He's like, "Oh, is it hot in here?" Every single one of them. I I I think it's actually showing that Dennis opened their eyes to the fact that they are these terrible people and they just need to remember what climate they're in and they need to be careful about it i actually think it's sort of the opposite i think it was, so do you, think, so it was do you think that it.
0: was that was the message that those guys were trying to create that hey everyone careful what you do don't harass people it wasn't like i think that's like dennis's last everyone, speech
1: in that on ep- the episode it was like the last thing is him literally saying that i i
0: disagree I do I love in, I
1: I in the, in the bathroom episode, because again it's sort of a controversial topic. They're talking about like women and speaking, and, and D starts to speak, and go, D, shut the fuck up, D. Sh- we're talk, we're talking here. Shut the. F-. She makes like a really salient point, like really, really great point. D, shut the
0: fuck up. <laughs> that was a phenomenal moment from season thirteen. Let's talk quotes. I think this is a super quotable show. Probably one of you know the most quotable shows that I can think of.
1: I would agree. Um, I mean, I think The Office is a little more quotable, but that's probably just more part of my life. But I didn't say it was the most quotable I know. Show. I was just bringing up another. The only one I really wrote down as a quote because I thought I also saw the cool story about it on Reddit. Didn't watch documentary, but actually read about it. Um, waiting for the documentary though. Um, Frank's line. Um, when he's, um, they give him the intervention episode, and he's, he says, I don't know how many years I got left on this earth, but I'm going to get real weird with it. I love that line, first of all. And then on top of that, someone had posted that they had like a life-threatening illness. They had a certain amount of time to live, so they got this tattooed on them. They posted it on Reddit. Danny DeVito saw it, got in contact with them, met up with them, I had lunch, you know, took all the pictures, went to them, to this person. To like this. I'm like, it was just such a cool, like I'd never heard of a person doing that. And Danny DeVito just seems like such a good guy.
0: I've heard, uh, other stories, uh, online about Danny just going out of his way to do like random shit for fans. He's like a short Keanu um, but, Reeves. No, there was some story about some, it was one of those like Ask Reddit, like, Oh, tell us your celebrity encounters. And there was some story about some kid who was really sad and ran into dan devito and he had a really like fucked up childhood and danny like went out of his way to have this heart to heart with the kid and talk about how it's going to be okay and you know how he had it rough and blah 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 and i'm probably misquoting the story a little bit but you guys get the idea that i don't know he's just he's just a cool guy
1: no a thousand percent um and on top of that too the other quote that i wrote down was can i offer you an egg in this trying time because that is one of my probably go to lines whenever someone is sad or go to gifts, I should say, when someone I
0: think I think if you ask like five people, like what their favorite quotes are from the show, you're going to get like completely different. Answers. Oh, a thousand percent. Like like my number one quote is. So you want to put your baby in a tanning bed? <laughs> Just to get a base. I mean, like, I would say that all the time in response to, like, random shit. Like, people would be like, hey, do you want to go to Chipotle for lunch? And they'd be like, just to get a base. And they would have no idea what I was talking about, but it made myself laugh. (laughs) And that was what was important. The other one is, what's your spaghetti policy?
1: (laughs) Did you say spa? Spaghetti? Spaghetti day? Yeah, i will have a spaghetti
2: day. (laughs) Uh, An episode we didn't even talk about. Uh, which goes to say how many great episodes of the show there are um, is the wild card episode, which contains one of my favorite oh. co- quotes, which I'm not going to attempt to perform. But it used to be back when this was cool, if it was ever cool, my text message tone on my phone in like 2010, it was Charlie screaming, uh, Because I cut the brakes, wild card bitches, yeehaw.
0: <laughs> Uh I, I remember being drunk in like Wrigleyville like a few times just yelling wild card and doing stupid shit. So yeah, that was a great that was a great episode.
1: Did you guys see the because uh, one of my one of my favorite Charlie quotes is when he's like, it up, gonna roll a big truck, gonna be in the USA. Rock play, I, eagle. I love that. Yeah. Did you see the Instagram post he posted on fourth of yes. July? Yes, yeah, where he played that,
2: the acoustic version.
1: Yeah, did you see that, Chris? Mm mm. Oh, it's absolutely hilarious.
0: I love Charlie. <sighs> so we're just three cool guys looking for other cool guys <laughs> to hang out with at our party mansion. Let's call up Doogie. Oh no, I I banged his sister.
1: Would you guys do you guys think that Schmidt should be part of the group? Anyone? Because mm. that's a character we didn't really match either. <laughs> no. Jason mm. Sudeikis. No. <sighs> mm. I think he did the butt dance better than Charlie. Another great uh, tr- Dennis line, and it's kind of recurring, is when I should have popped my shirt off. God damn it, should have popped <laughs> the shirt off. I I say that
2: all the time, like going out to mow the lawn, like oh, I think I'm gonna pop my shirt off.
1: <laughs> or D, I will eat your babies, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just I is. wrote down too just the Dayman song. I mean, it's again, it's just absolutely iconic. Yeah, man. Ha! Any <laughs> time it goes on, I get the clapping going above the head. Everything, just so good. Oh, so this was—I'm sorry. I, I just found this one. I was—I was looking for it. One of my favorite Charlie quotes is when they—when they fire him when the economy goes to shit. Oh, get a job! Just get a job. Put a strap on a job helmet. Squeeze down into a job cannon. Fire off into <laughs> job land where jobs grow on jobbies. <laughs>
0: Uh charlie's <laughs> yeah
1: i mean it really is
2: a a dumb 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 comedy but they i mean they nail some some sh- social aspects it's a
1: smart smart dumb yeah. comedy like i think that's the best way to explain it which is why i think it's the seinfeld of our generation kind of bookend that start to finish there
0: and they just and they just live a life that you kind of want to live oh fuck you yeah know? you hey i just want to get drunk frank's, all time. frank's you, like, the money man you
1: got a money man who's got plenty of money to fund things i fund things that's my th- that's what i do i fund things <laughs> schemes and whatnot You can do the underage drinking thing and i wasn't a
0: part of that <laughs> <laughs> uh it's such a good show i i think it's 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 definitely in my top 10 if not top five of sitcoms uh, i don't know if it's top five we'll have to, do, to go back and do a rankings episode of our favorite shows at some point but i do love the show yeah what would you I'm gonna, what would you give I'm it i'm going to give it a, i'm going to give it a high ranking i'm going to give it a high ranking i'm going to give it a
1: 9.2 ooh okay we should we should like keep track of this too because i forgot like when i gave the office which is my favorite show so it's hard to <laughs> so i'm going to put it at like an 8.9 in that it's almost almost perfect love to love to watch it on shuffle one of my favorite one of my favorite shows watching shuffle
2: yeah i think you gave the office like a 9.8 or something like that um okay yeah i i think i'm going to i'm going to go pretty high with it's always sunny it's it's definitely one of my top 5 favorite comedies for sure i think i'm going to go 9.4 hmm
1: okay high ratings high marks for always sunny from the uh, episode ninja gang
0: for sure and now it's time for dan to beat us in trivia and gloat about it for five minutes highlight of the week boys you ready justin
3: nope yep. name the robins hit single from slap Bet.
1: that's this is how i met your mother we just talked about Always Sunny oh, in Philadelphia.
3: So I didn't do it because I thought these were. I don't fucking know these shows. Slap bet. I could be anything. I could be Simpsons. I <laughs> could be fucking South Park. I would enjoy a slap uh, bet, and it's
2: Always
1: Sunny. Uh, <laughs> oh, this! I actually wanted to bring this up before we jump into trivia, which Justin hasn't done, which maybe he can do while I'm talking about this. Here's here's what I'd like to see, and I I know this has been suggested elsewhere because I've searched for it, but I came up with it on my own. It's one of those things where. I didn't know it was invented until, it, you know, I you check After fact, but I invented it. I want there to be an Always Sunny bar rescue mashup, and I cannot believe there hasn't been one yet. Get John Taffer in there screaming at Charlie for all of his tactics from the Charlie Work episode. Give me <laughs> that crossover. I think that would be incredible.
0: <laughs> I would watch your shit out of that episode. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I'm sure Glenn Howard and your listener of ours, um rob rob too uh charlie i don't know if he's got the time for it um with all his projects but if you hear this you can you don't need to give me credit it'd be nice you fly me out maybe put me in a scene or two but how could you not do this episode especially since like spike and think bar rescues on spike i you know spike and always and fx seem like the same type of network to me so you know it's just one of those things where i'm actually very surprised it hasn't been done yet Another underrated episode I'd like to talk about for a second is Charlie finds
0: a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Refresh my memory about that episode, Dan.
1: Um, that's when the it's St. Patrick's Day, and you know Mac or Dennis has the idea for the Paddy's wagon, and we see Dee show up in her character Crazy Patty, um, you know, to go give people rides and get all their information. And meanwhile, Charlie's on the hunt for a leprechaun, and lo and behold, he catches one um favorite episode favorite part of the episode besides matt going to the gay bar and then coming back all covered in glitter was charlie or um frank being like charlie you've been drinking paint again opens his mouth it's all green yeah
0: (laughs) just a just a solid episode all around i just love that frank doesn't give a shit about anything it is so refreshing I was watching a clip earlier where I guess he was almost mugged and he fought. It was like about gun control or whatever. And they're interviewing him and he just like pulls out a sandwich and he's eating it. And (laughs) did he eat the different parts of the sandwich and then make the sandwich in his mouth? Like, uh, could you please not eat that sandwich anymore? And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm hungry. You guys don't have any food here. What do you want me to do? (laughs) Like doesn't give a shit about anything ever. What, okay, so what do you think, too? How, why
1: was Frank stuck in the coil? Like, what happened there? Why was he there in his underwear in the coil when they all, when Dennis, and, Dennis and Mac buy a timeshare? We took the sucker for three weeks. Dee's <laughs> doing Invigoron. We get the maniac back in the fold. Oh, we didn't even talk about Ben the Soldier. Another great character. That's uh, Keith from Scrubs, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Do you guys know people that watch the show and hate it?
1: I wouldn't be friends with them if they did. Sort of a litmus test. No. um, No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think I've met anyone that, like, act- oh, no. No, that's not true. I have, for sure. She thinks it's sexist, misogynistic. She says she likes parts of it, but she can't stand the misogyny.
0: But it's so funny, I don't even misogyny. understand, because...
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one I would never like recommend for my parents. I don't think they would uh, appreciate it too much. There, Big Bang Theory, Friends,
0: run-of-the-mill parent stuff. Big Bang Theory fucking sucks. Do you guys think Friends holds up? Like, can you guys rewatch Friends now? <sighs> A thousand percent. Really?
1: I think it. I think it holds up better than most shows.
0: I was randomly. Well, here's the thing. I was randomly watching the show earlier. They're supposed to be in the twenties. I don't really believe that they're in the twenties. You know,
1: like well, it's just hard to believe people in their twenties living in downtown New York with jobs where they can all just sit around at a coffee house all day. Like that's what makes Sunny believable to me is these guys just sit around a bar all day because they own it. That's what like we talked about in How Not Your Mother. Like it drove me nuts that these guys are just the one's a lawyer, one's an architect. You know they have these yeah. big jobs. Well, at least they have them. Like, do it stuff. just doesn't. And they showed them. Like, these they never
0: showed any of the freaking other than like, oh hey, you work at a coffee shop and you could afford this like three bedroom, you know, you know huge apartment across from Central Park. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's rent controlled.
1: Do you guys think Sunny will hold up over time? I do. Like, how will this be looked back on?
2: I think the earlier episodes now hold up, other than some of the socio-political issues we talked about earlier. I mean, their early episodes are now over a decade old, and I think they aged pretty well.
0: Yeah, because I think that when you have a sitcom that takes a storyline that is believable, it's harder to hold up, right? But you take a storyline that's kind of out there, it holds up more. Like, I think Seinfeld holds up really well because it has all these outrageous storylines and they're just funny. I I know, but there's just other stuff about Friends that just kind of doesn't hold up for me. I'm not saying Friends is a bad show, so don't freaking, like, you know, crucify me or anything like that. But, like, it just, it just felt so dated to me, you know, even though, like, I watch Seinfeld all the time and it doesn't feel as dated to me, you know, or... We're talking about Curb. You know, I just rewatched Curb. Curb came out in like 2000, you know, 18 years ago, 19 years ago. And it doesn't feel as dated as, you know, as Friends. And I think that Always Sunny will hold up just because they're just doing crazy ass shit. And to me, that's what holds up with the show is is the story.
1: And I think the ability just to jump in without having much context either. Like, that's one great thing about Always Sunny is... It's sort of in that Seinfeld-esque way where, yeah, there's continuing storylines that you know about, but you could also just pop on an episode and probably laugh your ass off if you've never seen it before, which I think is a, a huge factor in a show's longevity or how long it sticks around in the, in the zeitgeist.
3: All right. So, always sunny trivia. First question: What is Dee's Diaries YouTube username? see i know
2: these are good questions because i know i don't know but i know that dan knows
1: (laughs) no i'm actually it's
3: it's funny that's for sure
1: i think i got the first part of it but i don't know if i have the second part
3: uh for this um there i'll give you guys a hint there are two words and two numbers if you can get the two words correct full credit if you can I'll get go the numbers time. correct, bonus point.
1: All right, I'm ready. Dan? Pathetic girl, 23. Oh, a, the
3: first bits are correct. Steve?
2: Uh, I
3: said bird person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Chris? I said twinkle titties, six, 69.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Pathetic girl, 43.
1: 43. Damn it, I was 23. I still get a point though, right? we said the first yes okay Okay. (laughs) next question
3: what are the three key ingredients that help Charlie sleep oh we were talking about this earlier Uh,
0: Chris you want to go first I'm sure um milk honey and blood
1: way off Sorry. (laughs) sorry I had
0: something in my throat
2: incorrect Steve Cat food, huffing glue, and Alley cats? I couldn't think of the third one.
3: First two, correct, third incorrect.
1: Dan I had I have cat food, huffing glue, and wearing long underwear. Incorrect.
3: Cat food, glue, and beer. Uh, ah.
1: They do have to wear long underwear though. That's not an ingredient really though. Yeah, I would it's True, that's true.
3: Okay. Next question. These are deep. What is the title of Dennis's memoirs?
0: Yeah, these are these are deep. I should have studied. This one
1: is the title of the episode.
3: Uh, Steve, the Dennis System. Incorrect. Dan.
1: Dennis Reynolds: An Erotic Life. Ah, that is correct.
3: Chris, um, the Dennis System. Part two. Next question. What kind of bed does Charlie make for the girl in the extreme home makeover episode?
1: I mean, Chris, you should know this one. This is like your dream bed.
0: A bed full of tacos.
1: All right. Uh, Steve?
3: Uh, no clue. I said bunk bed. Incorrect. Chris? Yeah, I don't
1: know. Chris, you literally, you literally said it. It's a taco bed. Taco bed. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's the meat. She's the ground beef in the taco bed. <laughs> that's an <laughs> old one. That it, yeah. That's extreme makeover. It really is. You're bad, Chris. <laughs> it was her special project. It was this Ty Pennington special
0: project room. He's gonna
1: he's gonna make her the ground beef. What does what does every little Mexican girl love? <laughs> Tacos. Mm, that's
0: right. <laughs> it's been a minute
3: for me. Next question. What can you not eat as a member of Ask Kickers United? member of who? ass Kickers United.
1: The Colts that Mac joins. Mm. Ready whenever you guys are. Fucking
2: <laughs> <Man>. damn. <laughs> Your brain scares me.
1: <laughs> At least I'm putting it to good use finally. <laughs> All these years. I can't believe you said a bed full of tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you were gonna get it I was literally like mm. I was literally like shaking my head like, <laughs> mm. yep.
3: <laughs> Alright, Dan Thin Mints That's correct oh my God. Steve
2: uh, I said jams or jellies, that's a King of the Hill reference
0: uh, And Chris uh, I'm going to say um, Large Mints I was close <laughs> I, was, the same, I was in the same mint family
1: So just to clarify, I just want to <laughs> make sure I got the scoring right on that you guys got none correct right Mm -hmm. yes okay Uh, (laughs) and i got four correct so that brings our just for our listeners that are keeping track at home (laughs) that brings steve's win total to 10 in third place chris um has a has a commanding lead over steve with 11 correct so far and i guess i'm in first place with 24 Good, (laughs) good job um so that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven episodes. Seven episodes we've done so
0: far. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what you get when you spend your day taking BuzzFeed quizzes. You will, you will, <laughs> you will dominate trivia. On
1: actually, to be honest, Justin's were much tougher.
0: That was, that was, those were good. Yeah, those were tough.
1: That's gonna do it for our uh, always fun discussion. Um, another, another round of domination.
0: Good job, Dan.
3: Something. Dan, maybe you could make some charts of like your lead over time.
2: Data point. I do actually want to put a scoreboard on the website because I think people would think that's hilarious. That's it for this week's Episode Ninja podcast. Be sure to leave us a review wherever you download your podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter, or Instagram, at the Episode Ninja if you want to hear us talk about any of your favorite shows. Or sign up for an account on episode.ninja and vote for your favorite episodes. See you next week.